The Catholics of Oz is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to episode 100 of The Catholics of Oz. The Catholics of Oz is a show that is 100 episodes old, where we have discussed and will continue to discuss into the future faith, culture, and what's been happening from an Aussie perspective. Whether it's synods or science, apostolates and apps, providence or productivity, you can hear it right now and into the future on The Catholics of Oz. Hello, I'm Lindsay Sands, and welcome to our very special 100th celebration episode of The Catholics of Oz. We are so excited to bring this to you, and uh, I cannot do this alone. Um, I'm always joined, joined by these wonderful co-hosts of mine. So today, I'm joined by my centenary sister, Caroline Knight. Caroline, how are you today? I'm feeling 100. <laughs> I'm really well. Thank you, Lindsay. Awesome. He's looking really good for a 100-episode uh, podcast. Uh, look at you. You've done well, Lino. You must have a good moisturizing regime there. Lino Sabol is with us today as well. Lino, how are you? I'm doing well, Lindsay. Hello, Caroline. How are you all? Yes. Hi, Lino. Yeah, I'm um, 100 years old. I'm in 100, 100 podcasts. <laughs> Goodness me. I yeah. can't believe it. Oh, where's the time flown? Uh, you know, looking, thinking back, I think where we started, we were named after a different um, name you know, before we started this. And then all of us came together and did all podcasts and everything. And I can't believe it's come to this time. You know, first of all, I'd like to thank um, all of you guys, all, all our families, all our friends, well, listeners. I know we should be saying this at the end, but um, I just want to say before we say that. And also, most importantly, I'd like to thank God for uh, guiding us and protecting us and, um, and just giving us positivity in our lives. And I, that's what we mostly are here to do for every our listeners. It just must be an Asian thing or a Filipino thing because a lot of Filipinos look so young, you know, that's, so that's why I think it's 100. <laughs> yeah, well, you've, uh, yeah, clearly. Yeah, you've, you're doing very well for, uh, yeah, like I said, 100 episodes. You look the same as when we were in grade prep together all those years ago. Caroline, the same as you. Lindsay, um, I don't know. I've only seen you. I've known you for, for young, bro, but yeah. But, I, yeah, <laughs> I was anticipating coming into grade prep years before, you know, before, after you guys did. Yeah, that's right. Feeling a bit left behind because I'm younger than you both, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, here's a fun fact for you. The um, episode one of The Catholics of Oz was released on January the 17th, 2019. Wow. So uh, that's when this show first started. And we must acknowledge Jerry. Uh, Jerry was with us at the start of our journey and has popped in every now and then for an episode, which is really awesome. So Yay, hey, um, Jerry. he's still part of the, yeah, part of the, um, the Catholics of Oz family. Um, and hopefully we'll get him on, you know, sometime during the next hundred episodes. Maybe all of them. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Lena, I felt like when you were giving your little thanks, I should have put some emotional music in the background over the top of it. So that would, you know, just something, some teary music to make us all, you know, cry. Some Days of Our Lives type music. Days of Our Lives or um, Whitney Houston's And <laughs> Yes. There you go. It's very exciting. Um, we should mention that uh, this episode, if you're listening um, to the audio podcast, it's also being filmed as a video. We are using our lovely webcams and uh, you can go to StarQuest's uh, YouTube channel and you can see our faces as we do this episode. And you might even see um, some backgrounds. I've got some balloons and uh, I'll move my head out of the way. Me too. A number 100 right there. Yep. And Caroline's got her 100. 
And uh, Lino does have something, but we'll see it at the very end. We'll uh, we'll talk about yeah, which is good. Every year, um, and we we might have a few visual goodies um, to share uh, as we go on. Um, and today we're going to share some feedback from some people who've been kind enough to um to share with us as well. And we're really looking forward to sharing that with you. And I think uh, some of I think one of them you guys will be hearing for the first time, isn't that right? They, they, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Cool. All right, more about that later. Looking hey. forward to that. Yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's roll on. So first of all, if you're new to listening to the Catholics of Oswald, welcome to episode 100. You've come at the right time. I've got to say, you've come for our, our <laughs> yes. celebration. So you're very, yeah. So pull up a chair, grab a drink and join us. You know, come join us for our celebration. There's party hats in the corner. So yeah, just go and grab one and, and, and join us. Um, so you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn or your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, please remember to give us a five-star rating and some positive feedback because that's how we reach new people. And that's what we're all about is building a community of listeners and, uh, and taking that faith journey together. SQPN also hosts the Catholics of Oz on YouTube, like this episode, especially, and you can subscribe by searching for StarQuest on, uh, on YouTube and then hitting the bell to get new notifications and subscribing. I think I mentioned that uh, to get new notifications when episodes of this show and all of the excellent uh, shows on um, StarQuest are released. Let's get started. Why don't we get into it? We've uh, planned a few fun things today with the, with the way we're going to do this. So let's start with Faith Beyond Borders. Well, I'm actually feeling rather good about this. I think we've all arrived at a very special place, eh? Oh. Spiritually, ecumenically. How do you make somebody love you without affecting free will? Welcome to my world, son. You come up with an answer to that one, you let me know. Yes, I had to work very hard to pass Latin and theology. Oh, quite. Those are, of course, the most important things. Oh, yeah. I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Before we start Faith Beyond Borders, I think it's time for some feedback. Are you guys ready for our first one? Okay. Yes, go yeah, for it. Yep. All right. So th- this feels like... um. What is it? Is it? This is your life when you uh, you play. Yeah. Voices, you know? <laughs> All right. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, let's listen to our first feedback. Here it comes. Hello, Catholics of Oz. This is Father Chip Hines calling, member of the board of directors for SQPN, and I uh, just want to say congratulations on a 100th episode coming up, and I hope that you have many, many more. You provide us with such great content from down under, and clearly you are making a uh, mark on the Catholic world in Australia and have the ear of your archbishop, which is a wonderful thing. So congratulations once again. God bless you guys from Boston, Massachusetts. Have a good one. Take care. Have a good one. Thank you so much, Father Chip. We are, Thank you, we Father are Chip. so grateful. Thank you, yes, Father um, Father Chip has has got in touch with us from time to time to you know give us some feedback. He was checking on us up on us during the pandemic, which was beautiful. Mm. So awesome, um, yeah, Father Chip. Yeah. Thank you for your you know for your support of our show, your compassion and care, and uh, we love you. Uh, we love that you given uh, as part of the board as well us a space on on this network. And thank you so much. You can catch Father Chip from time to time on Coffee and Cinema, which he does with um with Don Bettinelli. Um, so. I listen, uh, it was a, it's a thing that they do from time to time where they go to the movies together and they review the movie right there and then straight afterwards and they, they have a chat about it. So always a good discussion with those two. Yeah. So uh, are you guys ready for what I've planned for today? 
Not really. Yeah, oh. I don't think you are, but we'll, yeah, we'll see no. if we go. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll have a go. I was going to say, uh, hit me with your best shot, but your best shot could just knock me out here. <laughs> I have a few shots, all right? So um, I'm going to do, do my best to keep score because I hadn't done that. Yeah. So, um, so what I've prepared is a, is a quiz. Now, this quiz is generally multiple choice, but not always. So good luck with that. <laughs> Thanks. Good luck with that. It's really just a, um, you know, we've done a hundred episodes and uh, a lot of, a lot of good things have come out of it. I just want to know how much you've been paying attention. So. Wait a minute. That's another show. Oh, hold a second. You can't do <laughs> Have you been, yeah. Have you been paying attention? It isn't. Yeah. Right. Get, get Sam Pang on here and, you know, yeah. That's right. All the, all the Love comedians. Sam. Yeah. Love yeah. Sam. Mick yeah. Malloy. Get them all on here. Yeah. Oh, um, Mick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <right. laughs> yeah. So this is a quiz. Um, I went through um, our, our back catalogue of 99 episodes before this one. And I looked at the Faith Beyond Borders topics and, um, and basically just prepared some questions based on those. So they're multiple choice. And so what I'll do is I'll ask the question. And then I'll just get you both to to give your answer. All right. So no cheating. No, go- you can't actually Google this anyway. Um, so, and then uh, I'll try and keep score. And I'm just going to type the score in the chat because I, I should have prepared a better way to do this. So, <laughs> so all, anyway. all good. All right. Are you guys ready to go? Okay. All right. All right. So. <laughs> Question one. <laughs> the Catholics of Oz premiered with our first episode on the StarQuest network on January 17th, 2019. In the same year, in episode 10, we discussed if pets can go to heaven after the passing of which famous animal? Was it A, and by the way, these are all real, A, Dip the hairless guinea pig, B, Mocky the bearded dragon, C, Grumpy cat, or D, Paul the psychic octopus who made World Cup match predictions? Ooh. I think Grumpy cat. Yeah, Lino's going Grumpy cat. Caroline, what about you? Oh, I'm going to go octopus. Is it octopus? Octopus. Okay. All right, so uh, they the both answer, ring a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they both are. Yeah, I tried to I tried to make it as hazy as possible. The the answer actually is Grumpy Cat. So well done, Lido. Was I thinking? I wasn't sure what. <laughs> do that. Go so fair. Come on, Lido and Carolina, are going to get a live tally in our chat here. They can see how the score's going. <laughs> I don't feel Sorry. like I'm gonna. Do well uh, here. Well, Kelly, when the science science section comes up, you won't be you won't be seeing my name down there. <laughs> <laughs> my name ain't gonna be down there. Um, so it was um yeah it was Grumpy Cat. So after becoming the world's most memeable cat with his mm. very grumpy looking facial features, he sadly passed away on the fourteenth of May two thousand fourteen. Mm. Two thousand fourteen, he died. Yeah. Okay. One of his famous memes was, uh, "I like long walks, especially when they're taken by people who annoy me." Um, and so <laughs> um, Grumpy Cat was actually honoured. Here's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, Grumpy Cat was honoured with a waxwork at Madame Tussauds in San Francisco in 2015. Oh, wow. and, um, and that episode on If Pets Can Go to Heaven was episode 10, if anyone would like to look it up. Cool. So at the end of the first question, the score is Lino 1, Caroline, naught. So Caroline, okay, you're going to get yourself on the scoreboard in. now. Don't rub it in. <laughs> All right. This one. All right. Let's see how we go, how we go with this. So question two, how many books are there in the Catholic Bible? So is it A, 72, B, 73, C, 74, or D, 75? We're just going to take a stab at this one, guys. Mm. What do we think? What do we think? We need, and no phone calls to Jimmy Aiken, please. You've got to. (laughs) Father Corey? Father Corey? No, no. No, no, no phoning a friend. Oh. I don't know. Um, Just take a stab. Take a stab at it. I'll go 72. 
Caroline's going 72. Lino, what are you going? Okay. I'm trying for 74. 74. Oh, I'm sorry. You're both wrong. You were <laughs> both. Oh, good. One, either one short or one too much. <laughs> yeah, okay. is actually yeah, so the answer is 73. There is 73. 73. So the, um, okay, okay, okay. Protest- Protestant Bibles consist of 66 books, Whoa. which they consider to be divinely inspired. Okay. Uh, by comparison, the Catholic Bible has um, all 66 plus seven extra books. The additional books in the Catholic Bible are found in the Old Testament, and they include Tobias, Judith, Wisdom, Ecclesiasticus, or Sirach, uh, Baruch, and 1 and 2 Maccabees, which go, takes us to 73 books. And gotcha. we discussed authorship mm-hmm. of the Bible in episode 90. All right. Ready for some more? Okay. No. I've got a, I've got a, <laughs> no. All right. So this is an Australian, uh, Australian Catholic uh, question. So okay. which of these did Mary McKillop actually say? All right. So there, I've got four quotes here. She only said one of them. The first one, A, never see a need without doing something about it. B, wherever you go, God goes with you. C, knowing the gospel is knowing God, or D, a stitch in time saves nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with Karen's A. Going with well. a? Yeah. All right, Leon, can I go with that? Well, guess what? You are both correct. Well Woo, done. It was yay. indeed. She did say, never see a need without doing about it. She wrote many letters to her sisters during her travels. Many of her quotes come from, from these, including uh, the answer to this question. And we shared a part of her story in episode 15. I think that was Jerry and I who did that one. Yeah. So uh, the score now, I'm going to, here we go, live, live, here we are, Caroline. Oops, hang on, Lino 2, Caroline 1. All right, it's getting competitive. All right, after three questions. <laughs> Question four. Recently, Lindsay discussed a Disney Plus documentary in which Pope Francis had a powerful dialogue with a group of young people from a range of different backgrounds. What was the name of the documentary? And it is multiple choice to help you out. So Thank you. Is it, is it A, the Pope listens, B, the Pope speaks, C, the Pope, or D, the Pope answers? Yeah, I watched it and I've forgotten already. Pope listens, I think. Yeah, I think I'm going with Pope. I was going to say Pope answers, but... Uh, I'm Your pope. final... Pope, Pope answers. Pope answers? All right, well, it is the Pope answers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah, I could understand if you're a bit confused, Caroline, yeah. because I did I did actually call the episode The Pope Listens because I that's what that's I, what I, I emphasized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's where I got it. That's why I remember that part. Anyway. All right. I remember so the doco. Was, <laughs> yeah, it was a beautiful documentary. It was, yeah. it was um, beautiful. So, it was, uh, so yeah, re- uh, it was released this year and it features Pope Francis talking to a ra- um, young adults from a range of different backgrounds. And we spoke about this in episode 96. All right. So the score is now... Three, one. I've, I just put Caroline. Yeah. I didn't put anything. But it's three, one. You just put anyway. my name there. I've, I just put Caroline. Yeah. All right. There's been a score review. Nice name, isn't it? Yeah. Delphic yeah. No, we need to, yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. Get, get the octopus. Get the octopus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Who is no longer alive either. Anyway. Yeah. Poor octopus. <laughs> yes, but you don't get a point for knowing that. <laughs> no, um, I know that. What? So, <laughs> I didn't know that. Caroline did. Oh. Yeah. All right. Question five. The recent 200 year anniversary of Catholic education in Australia was celebrated in which year? Was it 2019, 2020, 2021, or 2022? 200 years of Catholic education. What year was it celebrated in Australia? 19, 20, 21, or 22? These are the <laughs> questions, are they? Yeah. I'm really putting you guys. I have such a bad memory, and especially when it's going into specific. Okay, I'm going to say 
When did we did talk about this? I'm trying to we think did. about when we talked. I will when say last year, 2022. Take a stab at it. Take a stab. Yeah. yeah. Lino's in deep contemplative thought. I was wondering if you got, we did this during the pandemic. That's all. Mm, when was the pandemic? 2020 or 2020 or 2021? Mm. Okay, I'm going to go for 2020 Sorry, 2021. Not 20. Oh my goodness, man. That's like a million years. One. Oh, the future. 2021, yeah. yeah. All right. 21. So. The correct answer was 2021. Yeah. Oh, come on. Very good. No. You're better yeah. memory than me. No. <laughs> you know. I, this, he's this doing pe- well now for when he gets destroyed in the science. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be, be blurridated. Lena will be zero, zero, zero. It's like, um, it's like a, what's it? Like England versus another country in its soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Five zero, another country. Yeah, that's better yeah. than England. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the first, um, the first official Catholic school was opened in October, uh, eighteen twenty one, on Hunter Street in Parramatta by Irish priest Father John Terry. The school, according to Catholic historians, taught thirty one students. Today, there are one thousand seven hundred fifty one Catholic schools in Australia, mm. with ninety eight thousand staff. Although I put an extra zero, and there's nine hundred eighty thousand there, but that's not right. Ninety eight thousand <laughs> staff, and. Uh, and 768,000 students. And we talked about this in episode 50 of The Catholics of Oz. Cool. So uh, here we go. Lino, four, Caroline, you're on the scoreboard. Let's see if we can uh, Look, Let's see if we can. One is a nice number. It's okay. One's a great, it's a good number. Yep. I'm thinking of a John Farnham song now, but I oh, know, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> one is the loneliest no... number. No, that's a Beatles song, isn't it? Yeah, anyway. No, you're right, Caroline. You're right. Yes. Yes, it is a bit of something. See, I know other stuff. I know yeah. some things. You cannot get points for things that are not on the quiz, all right? Stop, stop making your own questions. Come on. Up. Keep going like that one. That was a great one. Oh. Uh, no, no sympathy oh, points. Man. Um, all right. So question six. The Catholics of Oz have been fortunate to attend three of Archbishop Commonsoli's Patrick orations, friend of the show I should mention, in recent years. <laughs> Place the topics of these three presentations in chronological order of when he gave them. Now, I'm going to put these, there's three of them, okay? So, to be nice, I've put three, only the three that we went to. Um, I'll put these in the chat so you can see them. So, they are, the, um, I've put them here, rediscovering, you can't see them, now you can see them, <laughs> rediscovering the young church, the gospel by way of the household, and exile and the family. And maybe the names of some of those might give you a clue of when they happen. So, what was the first one? Well. That it's actually the second, third, and fourth because we didn't attend the first one. Mm. Um, so these are the three that we have attended. So what was the first one we went to? What was the second one we went to? What was the third one we went to? So I'll give you a... All right. This is where we need some thinking music. Do you want to have a stab at it, Caroline? I think right. so. Go, go, because go I went on. to right. two of them and I think mm, I remember mm, the order mm, of mm, all right. how they happened. Let's yep. do it. It would be bad if I got it wrong. My goodness. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> go for it. Have C, C first. Right. B, second, okay. and A, third. All right. Lino? So A was this year, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. All right. Lino? Yeah, well, wait a minute. Mm. Can't copy me. You just have to. <laughs> hold a second. I'm, not, I'm thinking. Caroline, hold a second. Yeah, there's only one right answer. Yeah, so. Yeah, there's <laughs> only one right my, answer. So I, I, I'm going to tell my what, listeners. What she said, yeah. I'm going to tell right. my listeners what, right yeah. now. Caroline and I went to the same high school, but I never went to a Caroline. And primary school. school. And primary school. I didn't and go to Caroline. School, hey, sorry. Caroline, what's the answer to this? No, I you did not. Because, it's true. But I know she'll go, Lino, why not yourself? Because you are smart enough to get this right. Anyway, I, I, 
Lino, um, you can Google that on your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, see Chat GPT is that in your, in your Chat, hands yeah. wow, as well. It is. Wow, that's amazing, amazing. And we, are, we, we didn't actually have Google in high school. No, we no, hardly had a computer in high school. That's right, anyway. that's right. Yeah. Okay, um, mm. I'm going. We were lucky to have IRC chat. You know, <laughs> anyway, you know, I think the gospel yeah. of the way of the household was first. Exile right. in the family was second, and rediscover- right. rediscovering the young church was third. Uh, Lino is on a roll. Lino oh, is no. on a roll. Oh no! How did I yes. get those wrong? Yeah, I right. know rediscovering the young church, yeah. which we just talked about, but the exile in, and the um, gospel of the household. I think I yeah, I remember the one the gospel of the household first in a sense. Yes. So, Caroline, you just got the order a little bit mixed up, yeah. I just got the order a bit wrong. So it was the gospel by. Oh, way you're of the right. Households. Yes, I'm remembering it the wrong way. That's what then happened. Then exile in the family, and you're right, Caroline. Rediscovering the young church was was this year. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's all right. My memory is got. very bad. I'm just proving it right now. <laughs> oh, Caroline, your memory's awesome. No, awesome. it's bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we are on Leno five, Caroline one. Let's roll on. Uh, and by the way, so the Patrick Oration happens every year on St. Patrick's Day and Archbishop Commonsoli will give a message to, um, to the Archdiocese and about directions of the Archdiocese and things for us to give, you know, to remind us about, to give us special focus on. Mm. And this year, because it's a World Youth Day year, he focused on young people in the church and, um, and our renewal of our commitment to them um, and rediscovering the power of the young church that we have right here in our archdiocese. And you gave us some beautiful examples. Sorry, Lizzie, well, when is youth, well youth day this year? Is it Portugal or is it? Yes, I think it was. Uh, World youth day, 2023. I'm actually Googling that <laughs> right now. Lisbon. 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 Oh, That's Lisbon. where it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not, Bri- not Brisbane. No, Lisbon. If yes, it was in Brisbane, yes, we'd Lisbon. all be going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. definitely going to go up to Queensland for um, youth. Before well, Australians start booking their tickets for Brisbane to see the Pope. No, no. Um, no, it's not happening in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, all right. So question, we're up to question seven. Oh, this should be, oh, you should get a point out of this, guys. All right. Unless you do the dodgy answer. Let's see. The name <laughs> of the current, <laughs> the name of the current initiative to set up families of parishes into missions to encourage renewed missionary discipleship in the Archdiocese of the Melbourne is called A, take the way of the gospel, B, walk the way of the gospel, C, be the way of the gospel, or D, courage strives for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. You need to explain what the last one means. I did actually put that one. We joked about it before the episode, but I did actually put that one as a joke answer. So, um... Courage Strives for the Stars was the um it was our college song, good old St. John's Regional College in um in Dandenong. And every assembly and every mass, the choir would sing it to the point where after seven years of, you know, high school education, every student who's gone through knows the chorus to that song. We're not gonna sing it now, no, but I know no. it's playing in all three of our heads. It's I'm in sorry. my head. That's enough. Uh, we yeah, know yeah, it. I, we know it. Oh. Yep. But, you know, 100 episodes in, guys, we've come so far that we can be proud to be who we are. I just, all right, there you are. Right. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it is. All right, jokes aside, let's get serious. Tell me the answer to my quiz <laughs> question. Let's go. All right. I'm going Do A. Do the answers again? Because A, yeah, go for I'm it. I'm going yeah. A as well. Yeah. It's okay. All right, well done, guys. Archbishop Commonsoli will be very pleased with both of you. It is indeed take the way of the gospel. So very good. All right. So that puts Lino on six and Caroline on two. All right. Yay, so Caroline, I've got we, a are, two. <laughs> we are going for consolation points now, Caroline. Here we go. All right. So um, number eight. At Pope Benedict XVI's funeral, 
an interesting Australian connection was noticed. What was it? Now, I'm not going to um, give you any multiple choices for this one, but I, I will drop clues if I see that you're struggling to come up with an answer. So there was an Australian connection at Pope Benedict XVI's funeral. What was it? I think the garment he wore in Australia he was buried in with. We'll just leave that hanging there for a moment while Caroline has a think. It rings a bell, but I just can't put my finger on it. I told you my memory's no good. <laughs> That's, all right. That's all right. Yeah. When you tell me, I'm going to remember it. All right. You, um, I mean, Lino's answer was pretty good if you want to take his. <laughs> okay, I'll go with Lino's. <laughs> well done. You guys are both correct. Yay. <laughs> yes. Um, so, um, yeah, Pope Benedict XVI, he had requested in his, his will or whatever his you know, final requests um, that he was buried in his red chasuble that he wore at World Youth Day at the closing mass. Yep. If he told me a question of what color it was, I would have got that wrong too because I thought it was green. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave Sorry. out the color. I think yeah. it was green in my head. I thought it was. I don't think I've ever seen him in green, but anyway. <laughs> For someone had something in green in my head, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 And, that was, um, and that was because he had enjoyed his time in Australia at that World mm, Youth Day and he so wanted nice. to, uh, yes, to, um, to wear that one. Beautiful. So. We are two questions away. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful human. Question nine. Now, oh, this one, actually, so, I mean, Carolyn, there's a chance you might be able to catch up here, right? And maybe if the two of you, I don't know if you've got a pen and paper, if you want to type, if you want to type this, I should have thought of this beforehand, right? Um, Before we call out, name as many guests as you can that we've had on the show, and I'll give you one point for each guest. So anyone who has not been Lindsay, Caroline, Lino, or Jerry, and I'll give you, I'll give you one point. Uh, do you want to just take a moment to write or type these so that I can give you points honestly? I can rather think than of going, three yeah, I off one. the top of my head. Caroline's got three. Yep. All right. Do you uh, take a second? In the meantime, I'll just distract everyone. Well, I, I love that our video is going to have your typing faces. Look at the concentration. <laughs> of Look at it. Yeah. Maybe I should play Courage Strides for the stars. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe not. I'm going to probably so get his, repeat- wrong, his name, last name wrong here, but anyway. All right, let's see how we go. If it's, if it's fairly close, I'll, I'll give it to you. We'll see how we go. But um, I'll repeat the question and then we'll get your answers. So name as many guests as you can that we've had on the show. I'll give you one point for each guest. All right, and this goes all the way back from uh, episode six uh, up to uh, the most recent one was 86. We had a guest. Oh, by the way, I should mention... Um, I forgot to mention these. Just going back very, very quickly, we spoke about the, uh, for question six, we spoke about the Patrick orations in episodes 52, 75, and 95. We spoke about take the way of the gospel in many episodes, but especially in a special focus on it in episode 65. And Pope Benedict XVI's Australian Connection, we spoke about in episode 89. So uh, let's go, guys. Um, I'll try and count on my fingers if I can. Who wants to go first? Now, Lino, no cheating, all right? You can only use your own list, all right? Yep. Okay, go for it, Caroline. All right. Did you say Lindsay has five of them? I didn't say how many. I just said how many times. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, my bad. bad. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about how many times they've been on, just how many. Go for it. Go, 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 go. Caroline, do it. All right. Uh, Archbishop Peter Comensoli. Too easy. Uh, Carlo Uh Broussard. Yep. Uncle Gillard. Oh. Yep. Father Corey Steaker. Well, ooh, technicality. Mm. So we were on his show. Ah, we talked mm. to him. It was published yeah. on our 
It was published yeah. on our stream. All right, yeah. I'll give you that one. All right, all right, Father Corey, you can have Father cool, Corey. Cool, cool. And we love him, so you can yes. have a point for him. And Dom Bettinelli. Yeah, and a point for mentioning him. Done. That's, That's five. five. All right, I'll give you those. Very good. So, uh, oh, Caroline, uh, you've just moved up to eight points, which makes you one point ahead of Lino at the moment. Oh, how did I do that? That's good. Ooh. All right. So, Lino, what can you salvage? Let's go. I've only got three guys. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I've got Archbishop Peter Comensoli, Dom. Done. And the Aboriginal yes. elder you talked yes. to about the... Whose yeah. name is... I can't remember his name. Caroline's mm. got this Caroline. one. Caroline's got this your, one. Your quiz, you decide. <laughs> uh, and, um, I've got my dog just down here. I'm just going to consult with her one second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Luna is a compassionate soul. She's going to oh, give you the three nice. points. Yay! Okay? So, um, all right. Oh, so the score awesome. now is uh, is Luna ten and Caroline Ooh, eight. So, up. Well, yeah. awesome. Looks a bit better. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Can finish with some dignity. So, um, just very quickly. So, uh, we had Father Rob Gallia. Oh in yes, Father six. Rob. How did I forget? Oh, Father Rob. Yep. Oh my goodness me. Carlo yes. Broussard in episode twenty one. Dom, the CEO of the network, Dom Bettinelli, has been on episodes 32, 59, and 86. And we've done the, um, you know, the state of the network with him going through the shows and how the network's going. Father Don Calloway on episode 42, yeah, oh. where we talked about his, um, his book on St. Joseph. Uncle Gillard Michael mm-hmm. Anderson, you mentioned episode 61. And Archbishop Commonsoli, of course, 36 and 58. And we are, we'll have to try and get him on yes, again. There's a lot of church yes. stuff to talk about, a lot of. Yeah, there's a lot of topics that I'd like to um, get his perspective on, which would be good. Yep, yep. Final question. Here we go. So, uh, all right, final question. So, uh, now this one comes from a personal gripe that I have with the two of you, okay? So, I apologize really? for the, okay. oh, here we go. the animosity behind this question, all right? That, yeah. Animosity? Yeah, I didn't know we had any. Anyway. I've got some unfinished business, and this is how I'm going to get it off all my right. chest in our 100th right. episode. Question 10. How many times has Lino and Caroline ditched me <laughs> to host an episode on my own? On my own. So, was it one episode? Was it two episodes? Was it three episodes? Was it four episodes? Now, just as a caveat, so that you don't get confused, it's not how many episodes have I done completely by myself, but how many have I hosted where the two of you have both not been present? Wow. Do you mean either one of where us there's been no, or just you? Where, where both of you were not present uh, and it was just okay. me. Okay, by yourself. But when it was just me, I wasn't necessarily always on my own. There okay. Was, there'd be someone yeah. else. So, mm. so was it one, two, three, or four? I should make this a sudden death because, you know, I'll be know. really happy if you I, get this. I think it's been yeah. four. Take a stab, all right? Lino's locking in four. Caroline? I can remember. Well, my memory's no good, but I, I think two. <laughs> this yeah, is a no, hard question. I think yeah. two. Two might have been right. more. You guys don't care about. You know, you guys don't care about me clearly because they're both wrong, guys. It was three. three all yeah. right, it was oh! three episodes where I slaved on my own <laughs> because you were either you were either sick or on holiday. No, we're lame. Oh, Living it up somewhere else. Lame. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah, right. it is. Yeah, so it was Thank three. you for carrying the team, Lindsay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank yeah, you. well, you know, it was, a, it was a hard, you know, effort. Someone had to yeah, toughen up yeah, and do yeah. it. And I <laughs> ate some concrete and I did it, all right? Yeah. <laughs> concrete. So, <laughs> so um, episode 40, uh, where I talked about sharing the song of Jesus, and that was on my own. Episode 85, where the topic was, Pope Francis had said something about marriage and we talked about it. And Jerry came back for that episode, which was really good. So we yeah. had Jerry back there. Okay. Yep. yep. And then uh, the, the following episode, so it was like two episodes uh, in a row, episode 86, 
uh, where I did an episode with Dom doing the state that's of the network. Right. Got so, it. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yep. 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 Yeah. I must have um, had COVID. So that's the end of our quiz. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think Caroline actually, like in all seriousness, that was the winter where you I were I think very, I had very, a very bad, last year was terrible. Yeah, a very bad winter <laughs> yeah. last year. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Good to see yeah. you having a much better one this year. Fingers so. crossed. And I'll keep praying that it keeps staying that way. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Definitely. Exactly definitely. Right. definitely. <laughs> So the final score is pretty close. So uh, yay, it's not too bad. I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's better. So, That's better. Um, I like yeah. that. I like so that. we've got the <laughs> silver medal, Caroline, on Woo-hoo. eight points, and uh, and the gold medal, Lino, on ten points. So well done. You guys know enough about the podcast. So well done. You can <laughs> keep going. We, we yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, I think the yeah. score, and I think to my coach and normal people are thinking, how did it happen? You meant you were so far ahead. Why do you let this person come back? But I was thinking, she's too good, coach. Well, she's too good. She so comes good. back. <laughs> what can I do? Every team, every player has their second win. That's, that's just what happens sometimes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's finish it up there, Caroline. And we're going to throw it over to you okay. now. And uh, now it's time for some revenge because Caroline is going to take us through a bit of science. Ah, what a fine day for science. Do you have any hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Can you reverse the polarity? I'll do my best. Uh, and before we do start with some science, Caroline, I'm just going to start go uh, play our next uh, our next voice. So let's go back to uh, this is your life. Are you guys ready for yes. this one? Yeah. And here it comes. This is Dom Bettinelli, CEO of StarQuest Media, and I want to offer my congratulations to Lindsay, Carolyn, and Lino for reaching 100 episodes of the Catholics of Oz. All of us at StarQuest Media are so proud of you for reaching this milestone. And we look forward to many more episodes to come. Personally, I'm grateful for the work you all do to explore our Catholic faith from your particular perspective and to do so with grace, love, and good humor. Carolyn's science segments are so good, I asked our team to give them their own podcast called Let's Science, which everyone can find at sqpn.com science. Lino's infectious laugh always gets me smiling as I listen to the show. And of course, Lindsay is a fellow sci-fi geek who, like me, loves all the great franchises. And so I love to hear him geeking out about the latest Star Trek or Star Wars show or film or Bosch. So thank you once again. And as they say in Poland, Stolat, may you have a hundred more. Yay. So uh, thank, thank you so you much for Dom. that, Dom. Yeah, round of yes, applause, thank, you. thank you, Dom. Thank you very oh, much. Yes, very yeah. gracious. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so there's a shameless plug for our other yes. show, Let's yes. Science. <laughs> so, uh, yes, which is great. Yeah, and yeah, thank you, Dom, for uh, for giving Caroline that opportunity to to um put that voice out in other places, Definitely. which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, because now it's good to see people interacting with the Let's Science chat on Discord as well. Which yeah, is, yeah, it's really good. We had some feedback recently on YouTube that I I actually forgot to mention in our last episode. Um, one of the listeners. Loves um, when you do like the you know ancient animal oh, yes. uh, episodes as well. Ooh. So it's really, and that was where we did that um, the ancient yes. drop bears. Oh, in that Australia, was one so. of my. That was even though I had a very how- grisly throat that day. Uh, it was actually one of my favorite yeah. topics. So yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. And, uh, and I think Lino's um, infectious laugh is self-evident. Yes. We've, yeah, we we love Lino's yes. laugh. You, we've always said you've got the laugh for radio, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, for podcasting. I love to thank all the um, our radio presenters of um, you know other other radio stations out there for my laughter and <laughs> just being positivity it is in this world. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, you do that absolutely, definitely. Yeah. 
I'd like to thank Dom because during the darkest days of lockdowns and pandemic, when uh, I was absolutely, oh, I don't know, broken as a human mm. being, when when SBS you were here for a six, bro. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, SBS promised so much bosh and delivered oh, okay. nothing, <laughs> nothing at all, nothing okay. at all. They delivered nothing. All right. And Dom, okay. and Dom, like like my superhero, his superpower was to be able to give me access to those episodes and um and God bless you Dom because you <laughs> saved my life and and I was and I was able to see what happens next in that next season of Bosch which I really wanted to see so uh that was really good so uh, yeah cool. so yes cool, Dom cool, cool. yeah Dom actually introduced Bosch to me through his uh wonderful podcast which I recommend to everyone called Raising the Bets which he and Melanie do together yes a very relatable mm. podcast yes. and uh, he was talking about it and I got curious and uh, I watched it and I got hooked. So it was really good. Yeah. And I got yeah. so hooked that when I tried to find it on, on uh, SBS, SBS or demand. whatever it's called, on demand. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't there. I, yeah. Yep. Disappointing it, when uh, they do it, that. I know. It literally, it broke my heart. Yes. It broke, broke my heart. I it destroyed know. me as a person. But fortunately, Dom swept in and, uh, and yeah, like I said, he was my hero that day. Very good. And um and Dom, that's why we are so happy to do a hundred episodes yeah. more for you every night because because you clearly care about your you know your hosts on all of your podcasts. You so good idea. And in regards to the let science, when you said Dom mm. that you wanted that to become a separate podcast, I was floored basically and so hey. honored to be able to do that. Yes. And I want to thank yeah. you, Lindsay and Lino, for the times when I've been unwell and I'm unable to do the show, and you've taken over for me. So. Thank you, oh, all of you, no, Dom, no, Lindsay, no, and Lino. No, thank no. you so much, and yeah. I thank the listeners yeah. who enjoy it as well. And I do my best to provide, you know, um, fun topics, um, interesting topics, and yeah. So I, yeah, thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, and and Caroline, because of you, Lino and I got to talk about wonderful topics such as self healing, yes. concrete, and uh, and melting robots. Yes. Remember melting those? Robots. Yeah. And yeah, last, those are good ones. last, our last topic about mushrooms. I'm sorry, Caroline. I, oh, the mushrooms. I, I forgot about the mushrooms. I tried yeah. my best to get to that scientific yeah. thought through it, but it just, I tried. Yeah. And I hopefully. Lino was a, Lino was a real fun guy. Yeah. The puns. The puns. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can expect the let science to be very punny when you two take over. So, yeah, no, absolutely. I'll try to because our let's just say our our knowledge of science is more limited than yours. So we've got to fill it in with something to make it fun. You do an excellent job of it. So thank you guys. Yeah, Yeah. thank you, Caroline. And when you yeah. When you sent us a topic about mushrooms, it literally wrote itself. So it was too easy. The, joke, the jokes were. I should themselves. have known. Honestly, I should have known. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was yeah. really cool, and then yeah, you made it funny. So that's yeah. good. Good. It's a good oh, to have nice. different angle on science as well. Yeah. You know, because science yeah. is fun. Yeah, it sure. should be fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We've loved it. We've loved the yeah. learning over the over the years, Karen. You've taught me so much no. about science, which has been really good. So, yeah. Good. All right. Well. Caroline, we're in your hands now. It's time for a bit of revenge. Mm. (laughs) Um, So I'll leave this in your hands. Over to you. All right. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about 10 significant scientific discoveries of the last 100 years. Okay. Now, this is a bit plus or minus a few years, okay, because there's a few things I wanted to (laughs) um, include. So what we're going to do with this one is I have a list here of those discoveries, chronological order. From number one to number 10, starting number one being the earliest discovery, number 10 being the most recent discovery. Recent. And what I've asked you both to do is 
I have given you a list of the discoveries with no dates. And what I wanted you both to do is come up with a list of the discoveries in the order where you think they came. So in, 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 in the order that you think they were discovered in terms of date, okay, in, in terms of the year. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go from number one, the earliest, to, the num- to number 10, and each one I'm going to ask you where you had it on your list, okay? Okay, right. Yep, so, yep, yes. yep, yep. All right. Feel good. Let's do so, it. So starting with number one, the earliest one I had, and I had to include this one because it is a major discovery. It's a bit out of the 100 years, but it's okay. In mm. 1915, we had the theory of general relativity. Number one. Don't. Oh, <laughs> I had it at number two. You had it not close, Lindsay. Yeah. Uh, relativity, I had it as number four. Number four. four. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Leaders, leaders, you're the quiz master. <laughs> you are. You are. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. All right. So very good guesses. Very good guesses. So. I will tell you a little bit, just relatively speaking. Relatively, uh, <laughs> generally, okay. So, Caroline, All right. Was yeah. that the? When was the theory of general relativity? In what? 1915. So I'll just give you a little rundown. What's the first one. Yes, okay, number cool. one. That's awesome. So Einstein published his theory of general relativity in a series of papers, with the final paper titled "The Field Equations of Gravitation," published in November 1915. The theory of general relativity provides a mathematical description of the relationship between matter, energy, and the curvature of space-time. It predicts how objects move and interact under the influence of gravity. It also explains phenomena such as the bending of light around massive objects, which is called gravitational lensing, and the existence of black holes. General relativity has been successful in explaining and predicting a range of gravitational phenomena in space, such as the movement of planets around the sun, the bending of starlight around massive objects, the expansion of the universe, and it also predicts the existence of the black hole regions of space-time with such a strong gravitational pull that nothing, not even light, can escape from them. So oh, wow. it's quite a significant discovery and I felt like I couldn't go on without mm-hmm. having that one in there. That totally Definitely. makes sense. Yep. 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 All yep. right. Definitely. Wow. And I and I couldn't I couldn't do more on that. How's it feel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh I am so in your shoes right now, don't worry. <laughs> Let's see how we see how we go now. All right. Number two was the development of quantum mechanics in 1924. That's nice. Oh, Where did we wow. have it listed, Lindsay? I, I That's nice. <laughs> Sorry, was this quantum yes, mechanics? Yes, quantum mechanics. I, I number six. <laughs> I, I six. had it worse. I had a, num- I had a number nine. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Just a few yeah. centuries off, no, sorry, a few years off. Yeah. So you need these basic things before you can do a lot of the other stuff. But anyway, just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But that's fine because if you don't know much about quantum mechanics, then you probably wouldn't understand. So that's fine. So That's me, yep. <laughs> so let me, me tell you about quantum yeah. mechanics. So the phrase... Later, let's drink together later. <laughs> the phrase quantum mechanics was actually coined in German as quantum mechanic by the group of physicists, including Max Born, Werner Heisenberg and Wolfgang Pauli, 
at the University I'm sorry. <laughs> at the University of Gottingen in the 1920s, and then it was first used in Max Born's 1924 paper named Zur Quantum Mechanik. The term has now become a theoretical basis for explaining atomic bonding, molecular structure, how molecules react between each other, etc. And actually, it's a super interesting and complicated topic, but it does give some great insight into how atoms and molecules behave. I remember learning about electron orbitals in an atom, and it was really helpful for, visual, for visualizing how atoms look and behave, you know, during university. There's yeah. like an amazing topic. It's so abstract, but so awesome. And <laughs> on a practical note, it's actually led to advancements in physics, in electronics, and quantum computing. Cool. So that's yeah. a really cool one. If you have time Sweet. to go look up electron orbitals, please do. It's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, if if my eyes are shifting around, I am listening. However, I'm just monitoring the dog 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 situation. (laughs) Yes, Yes, the dog. Well, I have a very well behaved cat here, just sleeping. Yeah, up cats like that. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Number three, I had ready the discovery of penicillin, and this was I had it on number one. ah, Well, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. Wait, sorry, the discovery penicillin? Yes. Is yes. it? I had it as number okay, two. Okay, close, close, close. Okay. Close, yeah. And this was in 1928. Also another interesting thing we all learn about in biology and, and microbiology, etc. Mm. So mm. Alexander Fleming actually accidentally discovered the antibiotic properties of penicillin. He found mole growing on a petri dish of staphylococcus bacteria. He noticed that the mold seemed to be preventing the bacteria around it from growing. They had the bacteria and then around it there was a whole big space. He soon identified that the mold produced a self-defense chemical that could kill the bacteria. This Uh. led to the development of the use of penicillin as an antibiotic in medicine and it revolutionized the treatment of infectious diseases it saved countless lives and opened the door to the development of numerous other antibiotics to combat bacterial infections. So a major, major discovery cool. because yeah. without antibiotics, yeah. I think a lot of us will have Honestly, been a lot of us. sick for a long, long time waiting for the body yeah. to, yes. um, like when you mm-hmm. get, a, say, like a sinus infection, which I've had a few of, an ear infection, you cut yourself, you have an mm-hmm. infection, a cat may bite you and you, you know, get an infection mm. without antibiotics, you could actually die. So this yes, is a very, very yeah. important discovery. I, um, I actually also discovered penicillin. <laughs> I wasn't the first one, but I did discover yes. it. Uh, one day I was at work and um, I was you know, <laughs> typing away at my computer, having my coffee. And then I went home, but I forgot to wash my coffee cup and there was a bit of coffee at the bottom. And when I came back... Yeah, penicillin. Just bacteria Fantastic. everywhere. So penicillin, nice, molds. No, wait, nice molds. Nice green, <laughs> green molds in your yeah, cup. Yeah. Bit of black in there too. Yeah, but sadly, yeah, sadly, I wasn't the first no. one to discover it. So <laughs> oh, it. So, oh, there you go. funny. Oh, yeah. well done, Lindsay. Congratulations. Sorry, hundred, hundred. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. For being about the five millionth person to, yeah, yeah. to discover it. Surely I should get something for yeah, that. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I, I do it. I do it for the people. You do. Yeah. Your heart's in everything, Lindsay. <laughs> it is, yeah. In the right place. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for number four? Mm. Okay. Are we ready? 
the structure of DNA. So the discovery of the structure of DNA, which occurred in 1953. Where did we have that? Mm. Well, I have it at number four. <clears throat> oh, I had it at number six. Okay, okay. Okay. So I'm in the zone. I had it as okay, number three. Okay, good, good. Ooh, so those two are pretty close. Yeah, Penicillin yeah. and DNA, they're not bad. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I just thought they might be related yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> There's a lot of discovery happening around these times. Can I, can I just say at this point very quickly, I feel very, very certain, at least about the last one. So I might be setting myself up for humiliation now, but I'm, <laughs> I'm betting my bottom dollar that this last one is right. But if it's wrong, you're doing the next 100 episode on your own, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Goodness. It's okay. You're just chatting. feeling a bit of what I felt last quiz, Lindsay. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's your last All right. quiz. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you about the structure of DNA. So this is accredited to James and James Watson and Francis Crick. They presented the double helix structure of DNA to the scientific community. They unveiled the mechanism of genetic information storage and replication. This discovery has provided the foundation for modern genetics and modern biology, enabling advancements in fields such as genetic engineering, personalized medicine, the understanding of inherited diseases. Oh, yeah. But. What is not taught in biology class, and it wasn't taught in my biology class, is that when I was learning about the discovery of the DNA helixes, there was another contributor that, who put a lot of work into the discovery. She photographed and discerned the DNA structure. She, made, she didn't actually know exactly what she was looking at, but Watson and Crick mm. did, and um, her name was Rosalind Franklin. However, it's Watson and Crick who took the credit for the discovery. So. Ah. Just Ooh. wanted to mention that. And there were a few other people working on it, but they were the ones that clicked on and said, ah, this is, this is it. So mm. a few people okay. did actually mm. contribute in that work um, of, you know, trying to, to um, determine the structure of the DNA helix. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. So number five, are we ready? Mm-hmm. This okay. was when man first set foot on the moon. In 1969. Oh, well, uh, I had that at number four. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Roll out the red carpet, blow the trumpets yes. of victory. Yay, I got this one. got a number got five. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah, well it. done. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I want to. I want to thank my mum, Elvis, and okay. Neil Armstrong for that one. Thank you. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so, the Apollo 11 mission was when. They sent men to actually go and land on the moon and step out onto the moon. Mm. And it was made up of three astronauts, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins. Or, um, or Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the other Yes, guy. which I was going to mention oh, is yeah. what they, people hardly Sorry. ever mention Sorry. him because he actually didn't step onto the yeah. moon. He was um, um, orbiting while waiting for the other guys to finish up and get back into the ship so they could go home. <laughs> so He was kind of pivotal to the he mission. He was extremely though. pivotal. Without him, they wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. Anyway, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Read about it. It's an amazing yeah. mission if you haven't already. So Apollo 11 was launched on July 16, 1969 at 8.32 a.m., they left the Launch Complex 39 from Kennedy Space Center with the goal of performing the first human landing on the moon. They entered the moon's orbit on July 19th. Michael Collins was the command module pilot and orbited the moon but didn't go onto the surface. Buzz Aldrin was in the lunar lander. He was the pilot. 
And Neil Armstrong was the lucky first man on the moon, uh, with Buzz Aldrin following. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin performed many experiments while they were on the moon, and they brought back moon rocks, which are still being studied today. And also some of the experiments which they performed um, were placing the seismometers on the moon, which we have spoken about in previous episodes. Yes, we have. Yes, yeah. Quite quite cool. Like one of the amazingest things in the whole world. And in in one episode um, I spoke about, and I forgot what it's called, but there was this amazing documentary um, with great footage that had been colorized and fixed Mm -hmm. up and, and, you know, and brought into like, brought into sharper contrast. Yes. um, Where they showed the launch of that mission. And that documentary was, I think I mentioned it was so inspiring that Mm -hmm. I watched it on a Friday and then I watched it again on a Saturday morning. It's absolutely (laughs) beautiful. It was free for on streaming, but I don't think it's free anymore. Mm. But um, okay. And a few so a few years ago, when they celebrated, I think it was the would have been how long the fiftieth I don't know how fiftieth year or something like that. Yeah. They there was on YouTube the actual streaming of the landing of the moon, the whole wow. from the beginning to the yes. end. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I actually sat wow. and watched the whole thing, and it's like you actually yeah. watching it for the first time. I watching highly recommend so if you can look yeah. that up on YouTube. Please yeah. do. Nice. Which is amazing when you think about it because the next time it happens, we probably will be watching yes. it on YouTube, right? Not now. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That is Cannot true. Wait. Yeah. That is true. Cannot wait. That is true. Cannot wait. Absolutely. All stunning. right. Yes. Cannot wait. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number six. I had here the discovery of the first exoplanet, and that happened in 1992. Mm. Okay. I had that at number eight. Oh, okay. Well, I actually had it. Um, yeah, I had it as uh, the oldest one. Uh-huh. Just, I, uh-huh. I just felt like I was wondering if maybe there was like a Copernicus or someone uh-huh. who might have seen an exoplanet in a, yeah, yeah like a classical An exoplanet but... is a planet not in our solar system. Yes. So I don't yeah, know if you right. would have seen yes, yes, out so of I... our solar system, but good yeah. try. Yeah. That's, that's good because yeah. like Galileo saw the Galilean moons of Jupiter, so amazing. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, no, they wouldn't have been able to see that far out. But good one. Yeah. Good try. (laughs) It's good. It's good. I know. Squint a little harder. Just squint a little harder. All right. Yeah. Squint harder. Yeah. Squint harder. Yeah. (laughs) I want tears. Come on. (laughs) All right. So the first confirmed discovery of an exoplanet occurred in 1992 and was made by a team of astronomers led by Alexander Wolstan and Dale Frail. They discovered two exoplanets orbiting a pulsar star, pulsar, known as PSR B1257 plus 12. Uh, PSR B1257 plus 12 <laughs> is a rapidly rotating neutron star or a pulsar located in the constellation Virgo. They used a method which involved measuring the precise timing of a pulsar's radio pulses. Tiny variations were detected in the pulsar's signal caused by the gravitational pull of the orbiting planets. The two orbiting exoplanets discovered were named PSR B1257 plus 12B and PSR B1257 Plus one to C. Since then, <laughs> I'm so grateful that, that they make these very memorable labels so that we can we can remember them again <laughs> in conversations with people. That now, we know. since then, many exoplanets have been observed, such as by two scientists, Michael Mayer and Didier Queloz, who won a Nobel Prize in Physics for the discovery 
of exoplanets around a sun-like star in 1995 and through NASA missions such as TESS and Kepler, which we've heard of. All right. Mm. So, ready for number seven? Yep. yep. There you go. Here nice. we go. Okay, so number seven is mm. mapping the human genome in 2003. Where did mm. we have this one, guys? I had this at number three. Okay. That's all God. That's all God. Okay. Lindsay. Number seven. Number seven. Two for two. Yeah, I got it. Very good. Nowhere near your score for my quiz, but yeah, I'll take it. It's all right. (laughs) All right. I've got some dignity left. (laughs) Sorry, Lito. Sorry. I'm gone, man. (laughs) (laughs) This is my my sequence over here is all out of whack now. It's okay. Lito, you're you're smoke on the water, Lito. No, you got that bass. You got the riff in my head now. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Go for it, Caroline. All right. So, the Human Genome Project was a joint international project involving scientists from the United States, the United Kingdom, Japan, Germany, and China. It was started in 1990 and completed in 2003. The sequence of the entire genome provided a comprehensive map of the genes and genetic variations that make up human DNA. This has enabled scientists to identify genes associated with diseases, understand the basic, the genetic basis of traits, and develop personal, personalized medicine approaches. And we can also find our ancestral DNA heritage, which is a fun thing to do if you haven't already done so. <laughs> cool. Hey. <laughs> of course you can. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Yes. It's really cheap cool. plug to uh, that ancestral That's DNA. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Mine pointed to Malta, which wasn't a big surprise. But anyway. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I come from Malta. Which Lido was, we talked about Lido being a Malta in episode 99. There you go. There yeah. you go. Here's that connection. Definitely, yeah. definitely was. All right. Number eight is a really cool one. Okay. All right. All right. So, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Okay. <laughs> so we have at number eight, the sequencing of Neanderthal DNA, which happened in 2010. Oh. Who had this one at number eight? I had. Did nah, anyone? I had it as seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. Okay. That's okay. Close. Uh, I had it as number nine. Okay. Number nine. Close. Close. Very good. I've had Very some good. close calls, but just not the. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, mm. almost there. Almost all right. There. Do we so, need to bleep that? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did I say that? No, that's all right. That was a joke. That's a joke from... Actually, because it's our 100th, I'll tell the story really quickly. So yeah. on raising the bets at one point, um, Melanie said that same word. And yes. as a joke, Don bleeped it, right? Uh, it just so happened. Now, Lena had no idea that this happened, right? But in your first episode with us, you did the same thing. So it was a joke. We had it bleeped as well. So uh, <laughs> that was Easter... I'm going to say that was it Easter just, 2020, I think uh, it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. And it sounded yeah. worse. Yeah. It sounded like I said something really, really yeah. bad. It sounded like you saw really <laughs> Oh, really we bad. Did, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we stitched Catholic it up Oz, It is really, yeah. you know, yeah. talk back radio. I know. Why the finger blurry? Oh, okay. I wonder if you got rid of our clean rating on, on Apple Podcasts. Mm. You know? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. Passwords, Lino, come on. Anyways. Yeah. Go for it, Caroline. Ne- Neanderthal DNA sequencing. Neanderthal DNA, which, really cool. which I thought was really cool. The first successful sequencing of Neanderthal DNA took place in 2010. In that year, research team led by Svant Pabor at the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Germany published a draft sequence of the Neanderthal genome. The team used DNA extracted from a toe bone of a Neanderthal individual found in 
the Denisova cave in Siberia. This involved extracting and analysing ancient DNA from the Neanderthal remains, comparing it to human genome and reconstructing a significant portion of the Neanderthal genome. Wow. Valuable information about the genetic similarities and differences wow. between Neanderthals and modern humans was obtained. The study also determined that some mixture of genes occurred between Neanderthals and modern humans mm. and presented evidence that elements of their genome remain in modern humans, which is mind-blowing amazing to me. Very. And super yeah, cool. Very cool. Yes. Yes. Where, where was that toe bone found again? Sorry. In Siberia. Was there, yes. a, was there a jukebox Siberia. there as well? Or? They find, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I don't no, know how that popped no. into my head. That's yeah, that's a long time ago. I don't know. I, I see it all the time. I'm not trying not to laugh. I'm leaving that one there on you the know, table. With it's someone, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it right next to the mushrooms, and let's keep going. Okay, yeah. God, Leto. I, I remember if someone calls you, you, you know, Neanderthal, Neanderthal. Yeah. Just say thank and you. As a compliment. That don't, yeah. thank, thank, you. A, thank you. Thank you. Mm. I, I, I am. am part I am. Yes, and well done. And you can say well done for knowing what Neanderthals are. As well. <laughs> a, Very smart. <laughs> if you want to return the insult, yeah, that's it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Okay. Ready. Mm-hmm. The first successful landing of a reusable slash recyclable booster rocket booster, <sighs> which was in 2015. Where do we have this one, guys? Oh, Lido. Mm-hmm. I had this at number 10. Oh, close, close, close. Close. Yeah. So, yeah, I had these mixed around with Neanderthal DNA, so I had it as number eight. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's all right. Because they're pretty close. I'm a Neanderthal, clearly. So, yeah, there you are. Yes. <laughs> they were very smart. People don't give them enough credit. Anyway. Yeah. No, no, no. All right. <laughs> so, SpaceX successfully relanded a rocket booster in December 2015. The reusable launch system technology was developed for the first stage of the Falcon 9. After stage separation, Mm -hmm. the booster flips around and a re-entry burn controls the direction to the landing site and a landing burn accomplishes the final low-altitude deceleration and touchdown. The program was first announced in 2011. SpaceX first successfully launched and recovered the first stage booster on December 2015 the first reuse of the refurbished booster occurred in March 2017. And they get mm. then again on June 2017. My number fell off there. Following this, <laughs> the reflight of the refurbished <laughs> boosters have now become a routine. Mm. And in May 2021, you might remember this, the booster named B1051 became the first booster to launch 10 missions. Yes. It'd be used 10 times, which is wow. super cool. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. So there we go. Yep. Awesome. And we are, we are hoping wow. um, at some, some point now to have a successful Starship launch orbit and, you know, return to Earth. They were, Looking the first forward one, to that one. They learned a lot. The, the first one they had to, yeah, definitely, to exploit definitely, it. But hopefully, um, yeah, wow. hopefully that will happen. Yes, I'm sure it will. At some they point. They just have very to exciting. keep plugging yeah. at it. Yes. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep, well, yeah, That's it. definitely keep on yeah. plugging at it. <laughs> All right. Number 10. Okay. The first photograph of a black hole in this, of our black hole in the center of the Milky Way galaxy wow. named Sagittarius A star. Who had this one at number 10? I did not. I had, for some funny reason, I had it at number five. 
Okay. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Did okay. They, have the te- they had a long black hole. They didn't even have the technology to go <laughs> see the black hole far. Maybe they did. They didn't oh, say sorry. anything about it. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So I mentioned earlier that I was very, very confident about number 10. Yeah. And I... I remember being very excited about this and I remember it being fairly recent. So yes, yes. I did get this one about the Milky Way Excellent. galaxy black hole. Yeah. Cause that was cool. very, very exciting news. Yeah. It was very exciting yeah. news. So the first photograph taken of our black hole was mm. taken by the event horizon telescope and revealed to the world on May 12th, 2022. That's right. So, the um, Event Horizon Telescope previously had photographed the event horizon of a black hole of Messier 87 in 2019. Mm. So that was the first of any black hole. While yep. making, while also making observations of Sagittarius A star, when it was revealed, it was the first ever photograph taken of a black hole. The Messier images, and we spoke about this in one of our episodes. Um, were easier to put together because it is a much larger, brighter and more voracious in appetite black hole mm. than Sagittarius A star. The movement of the black hole is slow and a lot of material is consumed, so it creates a bright event horizon. Sagittarius A star, in comparison, has a very small appetite and moves a lot faster than Messier 87, making the event horizon harder to see. So that's why that one came second. And there we go. There's our 10 significant discoveries of the last 100 years in my eyes, plus well done, or minus of applause. a few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so the uh, final scores today are what? Lino, nine, Caroline, None. eight, Lindsay's like three. I'm just about to just look at <laughs> Across oh, the board. Get, oh yeah, right. right. Sorry. Sorry. You guys came back like, yeah. <laughs> Going back to the previous quiz. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> and fun came first. So that's all right. Yes. <laughs> fun is the winner. Yeah, that's Yay, right. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hooray for fun. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, everyone's sitting there going, everyone's sitting there going, wish I was fun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. We Thanks all for that, Caroline. That. that was awesome. That was a, that was a bit of fun. So, uh, yeah. That was Amazing, Caroline. Thank you very much. It was good. All right, Ooh, well, I enjoyed um, that. I enjoyed putting that together. That was good. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Totally. All right. Sense. Wow. Let's um, move on and talk about entertainment. I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. It's not what we came here to do. No, but it's what I'm going to do. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have. Let's see how this works because it does involve <laughs> living creatures right, yes. to some degree. So we thought we'd start the um, the entertainment um, segment and this may or may not fail depending on what the three of us have been able to accomplish, me included, although mine has just come, so which is really nice. Um, so we thought we'd um, share our pets, you know, like show and tell, like you, you bring your pet to school. So let's bring your pet to the podcast day. So yes. if you're watching the video of this, you'll be able to see uh, what we're about to reveal. So I brought my beautiful uh, Shih Tzu, Cross Terrier Luna. And here she is. There she Hello, is. Hello, Luna. Hey, Luna. Oh, she's Luna. looking very pretty, she's all dressed, dressed up. up. Look <laughs> how cute she is. Oh, Isabel wanted God. her to be all dressed up for this, she this episode. Is and so uh, adorable. Um, our gorgeous little baby dog. And she's, she really is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, oh, I'll, uh, like, what's going on? So this is your internet debut, Luda. Well done. There you are. <laughs> Yay, Luda. It's, a, it's a dog video, so we're going viral now. Here we Yay. go. Yay. <laughs> oh, Luna. Uh, uh, so that's, uh, that's Luna. Luna will be turning one year in July. So wow. Cool. July 15th oh, should be a year old. I have to come and see her again. She's so pretty and loving. Yes, that's it. Kissy. Yeah. She loves She's a very friendly kisses. dog. Yep. She uh she loves to sleep under blankets on our bed, um, <laughs> and uh, and when I come home, uh, she runs to the door like a crazy dog and will not leave me alone until she's had cuddles and kisses. So yeah, so she's like a child. <laughs> yeah. She is. Oh, beautiful. All right, um, Caroline, do you want to? I have a cat here. He's asleep, but I'm going to see if I can wake him up and see. See if you him. Yeah. All right. Well, while yeah, you do I that, think... I'll um I'll get a treat for uh for Lena. Yeah, Lena, here you we go. go. This is my boy. His full name is Chocolate Rocket Chips. (laughs) Chocolate Rocket Chips? But we call him Chippy. We call him Chippy. Chippy. He's five years old and he's a Siamese cross ragdoll and he's my precious little boy. Thank you. And he's not very happy because I woke him up. Oh, no. (laughs) He's doing a grumpy cat. He's doing a grumpy cat. cat vibe. So he's not Caroline. really grumpy at all. He's a beautiful boy, and he's now he's sitting on the windowsill, and yep. he might make another. Hang on, here we go. Let's see. There he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's how it's supposed. Yeah, that's there we it. Go. Walking across the keyboard or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, they just do. He's that. on a yeah. catwalk. He's yeah. on the catwalk. He's, the catwalk. Yeah. he's one of my mini pets. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, before you tell us about your other pets, Caroline, do you want to um, tell us about the naming system for your animals in your family? Okay, so because everybody wants to have a go at naming a pet and everybody wants to name the pet and nobody wants to miss out on naming the pet, we let everybody have a name of the pet. <laughs> so so let's see if I remember this correctly. I think it was Harry who wanted to call him Chocolate. I wanted to call him Rocket and um, Frankie wanted to call him Chips. So that with I said, look, let's just name him Chocolate Rocket Chips, and now we just all call him Chippy. So, Chippy, yes. yep. or sometimes it's Chips and J Cat, or you know, <laughs> and it could be Lovely. like my Prince Chippy. He could be anything. So yeah, you know, when you have an animal, we end up naming them all sorts of things anyway. Yeah. So cool. So it doesn't stop there. You've got a bit of a menagerie of uh, I have animals. a menagerie so why don't you tell now. Us that, okay, yeah. I, <laughs> see if I can menagerie. do this. All right, how's that? Yeah, right, we can no, see. Hey. Yeah. All right, yeah. that's our bird. Wow. Um, Sunny. Sunny, he's he beautiful. He adopted our family. He came and landed in our yard, and he hasn't left since. So he's our <laughs> wow. boy. And we love him very much. Yeah, yes. he's a beautiful boy. Nice, yep. nice. And let's see if I go right. the right way. That's the wrong way. Oh, no. <laughs> that, Marilyn, our sister's actually mining him for the weekend, and that's our hero cat looking after the bird. <gasps> and this is a, a live action, live action that's Looney it. Tunes photo right that's there. It. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, there we go. Yep, that is go. our dog Astro. He is also one hey. year old. Your pug. Another yep. photo of him yeah. there. Oh, look at that. Yeah. He's our beautiful, look beautiful boy. Eyes. Look at his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful, boy. beautiful, beautiful. Boy. And yeah. that is our cat Stella. She's a Burmese, a lilac Burmese. Stella. And she's three years old. Yeah. <laughs> Stella, but yeah. spelt Stella like the star. Stella. Yes. The star. Stella. With Stella. an R. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. There's Chippy. You've met Chippy. Yeah. And there's our chicken. Chickens. Booster, and yep. bike. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, cool. And that's one of our stick insects. She's a spiky Whoa. leaf stick insect. Yep. And Caroline did a science episode on stick insects as I well. I did. I yep. did. 
And this is a Goliath stick insect. She is yeah. like bigger than amazing. my hand. She is yes. really big. Whoa, yeah. So that's amazing. All the pets I yeah. have at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment. For now. For now, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So there we go. That's my show and tell oh, of pets. Yeah, very good. Hey, all right, hey. right Lino, how do, have we? Are you able to grab an animal close by? Or look, um, sort of. Um, this is going to be a low live, right, guys? So okay, I'm okay. about to pop out outside because I think one of them's asleep. Okay. But this is this is the one I can actually grab and take. The okay. other one, yeah, is about, you know how cats are. I'll, I'll try it out. I tried it. Sorry, listeners. I'll be back. I'll be back. Go all for right, it. So. While Lino is doing that, I'm going to give uh, Luna a snack because she heard a noise and she started growling, which means she's going to give us a bit of a bark. Oh, no. That's all right. She does give us we'll a just... bark. No, it's all right. She's, uh, no, she's seeing her snacks now, so she's completely distracted. So uh, I'll hold this up if I can. See how clear it's. It's very small. But these are her, this is her treats you can see here. Oh, little liver right. treat. It's, yes. um, oh. it, no, it's, um, it's like a chicken and fish thing and she can smell it and she goes, she's absolutely obedient whenever she does. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. She'll sit and she'll lie, she'll lie down for us. All right, let's see how Lido is going. He's come it, back. It with was a, actually yeah. it was actually perfect timing because he wanted to come in. Oh, oh good. Nice. He's so cute. Yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know if you can see because see because I've got my mic in the front of me. That's but, all right. We um, can see. Yeah, yeah, we can. This, He's this, so cute. This one has um um sort of a camo on his um on his um it has camo on his face. Oh yeah. Like you know how cats go underneath cars and they go great. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got he's got a bit of a camo on the side. <laughs> his brother is the same. Yeah. So I'm gonna so quickly cute. sorry guys, I'm gonna go quickly show you your picture. <laughs> I forgot anything. Um I'm gonna try on the right hand side. Oh it's a bit blurry. Oh, don't, yeah. don't it's a bit blurry. Yeah you've got your blur on. It's all right. We yeah, get the idea. I'm gonna do it. Okay. He's got he, no one can see his face unless they no. see him in person. That's this. Guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, the reason he's blurry is because he's currently under witness protection, so we can't actually show his face. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't do that. He can't do that. So, um, okay, so this one is called Dell. Um, as you guys know, we had him. Well, sorry, we've had them for almost seven years now. So it's been a long time. We had them when Keysborough, where was near us, uh, mm. had a cat shelter and a, mm. and everything. Um, uh, this is Cordell. The other one's called Lawrence. He's, he's like an actual cat. He's like the one that doesn't like a lot of hugs and he likes to be alone <laughs> and everything. But like, you know, all cats have their, um, uh, personality. So they do. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah, oh, he's giving do. you a cuddle. Look at that. He's really, oh. Yeah, he's so beautiful. He's, yeah. Okay. I'm going to. Okay, I think uh, I think this is what's going to make the podcast go viral. Is the yeah. little cat hug there? Yeah, there <laughs> I think yeah, he's going to totally. fall asleep on my head. Yeah, look at this. Oh, look, he's giving Dad no, a cuddle. No, he's just giving you a cuddle. He's so cute. Ah, Lena, you plans that really well. You plans that did. really well. You did. Well done. No. Lena pulled out all the stops for this. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've got a few, few names from Malta, so I don't know how to pronounce them properly because I don't have a Maltese. Um, boy, poopa. Uh, ポーパーイズポーポーカスイズアボイいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいやいや
repeating it to me. Yeah. Saying, you want the you want persistence. Yeah. Oh, persistence. I will have the persistence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All good. All good. All good. All good. You can't say no. You just have to have them. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do we just want to quickly chuck in some other brief things that are currently exciting us and entertaining yeah. us as well? So, uh, Caroline, I'll throw the first one, and you throw yeah. the one that yeah. So, um, right. this one is uh. Now, uh, in terms of recommending it, you've probably got to be grown up to watch it because there's yes, a bit of silly adult humor from time to time. Um, but there's a series that came out on um, on Amazon Prime called Jury Duty. And um, it's not a spoiler to say this because that you, that you're told in the captions at the beginning of the, of the, the first episode. It's, um, it's set up as a documentary to follow a jury through a trial, through their journey of a trial. Um, so we meet all the jurors, you know, we meet the judge or whatever else. And then we're told that all of them are actors, the judge, the defendants, the, uh, you know, the prosecutors, the lawyers, the jury, the prison guard, all of them. Everyone that you see (laughs) in this series is an actor, except for one juror who has no idea that nothing he's going to experience is real. So he essentially spends, I think it's eight to 10 days as a juror. um, And they, and what happens is, these ridiculous situations pop up. Very and, ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. And he's living through all of this, so, you know, and um, like even at one point he says, oh, this feels like a reality show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. Um, yeah. And, um, oh, wow. and it's very funny. And um, it does actually feature um, James Marsden, who played um, Cyclops in, mm-hmm. uh, in the X-Men. And yes. so that oh, becomes, okay. that becomes yeah, a recurring theme. Yeah. So okay. um, yeah, yeah. So um, and Sonic too. Yeah, and, and that's what the voice of Sonic or a voice in Sonic. Yeah. No, he was in Sonic the movie as well. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's right. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes. So it's um it's laugh out loud. There are some moments that are just are just so funny the way that they they set it up. Um. But yeah, there's an episode or two where like unfortunately the adult is a bit. Uh, sorry, the humor is a bit more adult. Yeah. Um, okay. But okay. yeah, but you can you can gloss yeah. over that and still get the the really funny bits. But um, yeah, I, I recommend it for grown ups. Definitely not for younger people. But the the way the setup of it, it's like nothing I've seen before, as far as I can remember. And it's very 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 funny. Just the way that yeah. um, this guy is in these situations and he cool. It's unreal. It's yeah. Like really when is he going to clue into what's actually going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So funny. Now, Caroline. I know that you're excited about the news from just Nintendo. Just a little bit. So, just a yeah. little bit. I, I'm excited too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all the Nintendo Switch fans, Caroline, what's happened in Nintendo Direct this year? Or okay. Anyway? So many things, but the one that I will concentrate on that I have been waiting for for many years, think what you like of me, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I am a huge Pikmin fan. Okay. I've been playing the game Pikmin on Nintendo since it first came out all those years ago. On the 64? It came out on, no, it came out on the GameCube. GameCube, okay. Yeah, the one and two, and then two was on the Wii as well. They converted it to the Wii. And then the Wii U came out and they did Pikmin 3, Mm -hmm. and that was about 2014. And since then, we've been waiting for Pikmin 4. Now, if you're a Pikmin (laughs) fan, you need the next Pikmin. Like, you cannot just have Pikmin 1, 2, 3. You've got it. Like, you play through them all many times. (laughs) And you just get addicted. And the thing is, you need (laughs) another one, okay? (laughs) Finally. Okay, they bought out recently, it was last year or the year before, I think now, Pikmin 3 Deluxe where they added like some side stories that you could play a bit of extra 
little bit of a ga- different gameplay, etc. But this year, in Jul- on July 21st, they'll be releasing Pikmin 4, which I'm Yay, so celebrate. excited about. <laughs> and the gameplay looks amazing. The graphics looks amazing. I'm getting my $80 ready. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's a better. Save up for it. You have to get it. Um, there's... Exactly. From what I saw in Pikmin Direct, there is gameplay on the surface. There's underground gameplay, which was uh, in Pikmin 2. Underground. Yes. Yep. Mm. And there's indoor play, which I don't yes. think we've seen much of no, at all. Like inside buildings, yeah, yeah which is different. Yeah, it's like usually outdoors. Yep. And there's some new characters, such as a dog character. This is nothing new, so you could go and look at it on Pikmin Direct. And some yep. new Pikmin, which I can't wait. To try it out. I'm just dying over it. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Was it Glow Pikmin they announced? It looks like Glow Pikmin, which they did not announce in the preview recently when they first released the preview. They hid that one. Yeah, this was just announced, yeah. Yes. And Um, also a lovely thing they're doing, and it's what I've been waiting for as well, (laughs) since they started porting games over from the, what is it, the GameCube, not the GameCube, I'm waiting Mm, for that mm. one. The 64, <laughs> the Game Boy, the NES. So yeah. they're porting those over to Switch. Whoa, Game Boy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. what they're doing now, though, is releasing Pikmin 1 and 2. Yes. Not porting, but releasing them as standalone games that you can play on the Switch, which is hallelujah. I've been waiting so long for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Because I love my game, like I yeah. love number one and two, and you go back to play on the GameCube, yeah. and it's so cumbersome these days compared yes. to having a Switch. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And see, you know what? can imagine that. Yeah. yeah, but also I want to protect my GameCube and the discs, so like, you know, yes. I, I, I keep enough. them as like, you know, precious items now. So Yeah, and uh, you know what? You... You naysayers, you said there wasn't a god, and and we get Pikmin one to four on the same console. How dare, yeah? How do you feel about that now? Right? I Take know, that. Yeah, right? Exactly. Take That's that. Right. So, okay, yeah. that is like I had the best news when this <laughs> Nintendo Direct came out. I texted the whole family. I was going, yeah. and everybody. Yeah. There were celebrations in the streets, and yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And that night, yes. I happened to find a really good Thai restaurant that delivered to us. So I was really happy. So <laughs> it was a good She's night. On cloud nine. I was having a great night. Yes, yeah. I think it was Thursday night. So, yeah. It is a perfect marriage. Yeah, gaming and yes. food. I know, yeah, right? For sure. You can't. You can't get yeah. away from that. That's good. It's good. Um, I'm also excited about some other titles that were announced. Um, so going with classic porting of games. So they're re-releasing the Metal Gear series. So they're doing Volume 1, which will have Metal Gear 1, 2, and 3. And Metal Gear 1 is an absolute classic of a game. I, I remember playing that uh, like in high school on, on PlayStation 1. That was a That's one that me and my friends used to love playing. Um, they're also releasing the Batman trilogy, so mm-hmm. Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. I think that, don't think that's the right order which is really cool because I love those games. They're, those Batman games for me are like the best Batman games I've yeah. ever played. So really cool with that. And then there's a, what is it? They're re-releasing Mario RPG, which was oh a, my a Mario RPG game, which is very cool. <laughs> they're, they're redoing it. Mario RPG. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and there's a few other good ones, but the other one I'm excited for because I like the Mario games now. So they're uh, Mario Wonder, which is a side-scrolling mm. Mario Mario game. So yes. and it looks like it's up to four players as well. So you can have four people playing it at once. Which oh, is, that's which mayhem! Is really cool. Yeah, it's going to be absolute that is mayhem. fun mayhem. Yeah, fun mayhem. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. And let's not forget new tracks for Mario Kart as well. So that's a 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And and why do I love the Switch so much, Caroline? It's not just because of all the games, because I get to play it with my family. And we have yes. so much yeah. fun. It's such a laugh, That's you know, right. like laughing, screaming. That's right. You know, getting excited, yeah. you know, like yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. So That's um it. That's why I love oh, Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo's all about fun. Like it really is. Oh. Doesn't take anything seriously. It's just yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it's a, like if you've got a cold winter's night, you've got no nothing to do, like nowhere to go. Like it's a great like family night in is just to yeah. sit around and play Nintendo together. Nice. Yep. And the Switch has really brought that whole let's play together kind of thing in. So it has. thank you, Nintendo. Good work. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I've got one more bit of feedback to share with us. Are you guys ready for this one? Um, mm-hmm. So okay. you probably know who it's from, but you haven't heard it yet. So no, I think it's yet. nice to give you not yet. a bit of no. a surprise. No. So here it is. Hello, Lindsay, Caroline, and Lena. Congratulations on your 100th episode of Catholics of Oz. For me, it's been great listening to you um, over this journey of now of a couple of years, and uh, particularly great to hear of your uh, fresh and creative debate on current issues in the life of our faith and in the light of science and culture and so on. It's been really terrific. It's been also delightful that you've grounded those conversations in your own faith and in your family life, being it something of a round-the-dinner-table kind of conversation that happens with you yourselves and everyone. So it's just been beautiful. Thank you for normalising the very deep matter of faith and life in a daily way, and that's really inspirational for everyone else. So may our blessed mother be with you and you continue to make this wonderful outreach on the podcast with Catholic Boz and may the Lord continue to bless you in the works that you're doing. Go well. Amen to that. That was our friend of the show, Archbishop oh, Peter Comensoli. Oh yeah. Friend of the show. <laughs> Archbishop Comensoli, we want to thank you so much for taking the time. Um, yes, first, to take you. the time to giving us a message, thank but you. also... For supporting us. We um we just love that, you know, mm-hmm. that you enjoy the show. We love that you've kept a connection with us over the years, you know, before the pandemic, through the pandemic, you know, um and all of that. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. uh, but knowing that uh we've got your backing, I think really energizes us. Um so uh, as much as you've given us your well wishes, God bless you in the work that you do in re energizing and renewing the missionary discipleship of our um of our archdiocese. And I just hope and pray our, our little podcast can, you know, just add a little bit to that as well um, in our support of the mission, you know, of, of the Archdiocese and the wider church. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Archbishop Peter. It's so good to have your thank you. support. Thank you, Archbishop. And your words of wisdom and, yes, just mm-hmm. everything you do, yeah, we, we draw inspiration from your words as well. So thank you so much. And um, I want to thank Annie who um, who helped us with to get that done. Annie, you are a wonder, and I want to make sure that everyone knows that you are. Thank you for helping us to get that all set up as well. God bless you as mm-hmm. well. Thank you, Annie. All right. So uh, it's time to wrap up the show, guys. We've been doing this kind of a bit of a long episode, but when you're <laughs> celebrating, you know, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I can see that the drinks are running out. The bowls of chips are getting empty, so I think we better... Uh, oh, it's a bit long. <laughs> and the, the pets are getting sleepy, so we better call this a, an episode. That's right. So, um, so we want to thank you all for joining us for any episodes that you've joined us for the Catholics of Oz, especially this 100th episode of ours. Yes. Before we go, we want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the Catholics of Oz. And today we want to thank Jeffrey J., Carla S., Charles H., Matthew S., and Alan and Melissa Kay through their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give. They make it possible for the Catholics of Oz and all the shows at StarQuest to continue. 
And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And if you can't give, pray for us, please, because your prayers are so important to the success and the continuation of this show. Also, we'd love to know your thoughts about anything we've discussed. How did you score in the trivia? How did you go? Did you do better than us? In the science, you probably did. So that's all right. Yeah. So you can send us your feedback by visiting sqpn.com slash Oz, spelled O-Z, where you can also find the links for um, anything in our show notes from today's episode. And while you're at the SQPN website, don't forget to sign up to the SQPN newsletter to find out more about what's coming up in the future, sqpn.com slash about slash newsletter. And join us for discussions on SQPN's Discord, sqpn.com slash Discord. It's a great place. It's vibrant. It's alive. Lots of people having conversations about things, and you can be part of that too. And you can also find more of um, the shows uh, about StarQuest and about our show at SQPN's Facebook page, facebook.com slash StarQuestMedia. Twitter at SQPN, Instagram, StarQuest Media, and you can also email us at good old, the good old email, catholicsofoz at sqpn.com. But before we go, we're not finished just yet. We have one more little bit of fun to, to, to wrap up the show. So um, I, uh, I thought it might be a little bit of fun to have a Catholics of Oz song to celebrate that celebrates our 100th episode. So Caroline, a couple of episodes, a few science episodes ago, you told us about the wonders of ChatGPT, and we did an interview with ChatGPT as well we that, did. Um, that ChatGPT uh-huh. helped us write the scripts yeah. for. Mm-hmm. So AI can help us with so many things, and it turns out, as I discovered through some work that was submitted to a colleague of mine by a student, that AI can write and sing for us as well. So we, uh, I, I've prepared, um, with the help of AI, Catholics of Oz 100th episode rap. Now, before everyone switches off, I didn't sing it, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so it's all good. The the way this worked is um I went to the site that pre- that prepares the uh like like a rap and what you have to do is tell it things about your show so I I wrote a few things about each of us and I wrote a few things about the show and about the network and so on and then it constructed some lyrics for us now it uh it, the particular way it was set up it, it made three verses but um verse one and three were very repetitive so I went to Chat GPT then and put the same parameters in. And it gave us some different verses too. So I plugged those in. Oh. As long as you have the right number of lines, it, it'll work. And then I just, uh, I, I did about 8% of the, of the lyrics, just changing <laughs> certain things so that they rhyme. And the other thing I had to do as well is every now and then the AI voice wouldn't pronounce the word properly. So I had to mm. write it phonetically, right? Yeah, so right. for example, actually, I won't give an example because that will ruin it. Um, but you know, <laughs> some, of the words, some of the words had to be pronounced uh, phonetically. So um. So that's going to follow the conclusion of today's episode, and we hope you enjoy. And guys, I think we need to be dressed for the part as we say as we say goodbye. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We, yeah. So Caroline, thank you so much for being part of episode 100 of the Catholics of Oz. Thank you, Lindsay. It's been a pleasure. It's been really fun. Thank you guys for 100 episodes. Awesome. Ooh, and, uh, and Lino, thank you so much also for being part of episode 100 and our celebrations on the Catholics of Oz. Thanks for everyone, but I'm going to try something out. I guess hopefully this works. Hold a second, hold a second. All right, here go the headphones. Here comes the hat. Here we go. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. And uh, on behalf of the show, I would love to thank Don Bettinelli and the board of SQPN um, who have been behind us and who have supported us and encouraged us in this fortnightly show of ours. We thank you so much. You also energize us. You, you, know, you listen to our crazy ideas such as this and, and so on and let us go ahead with it. So we want to thank you so much. And uh, for episode 100, once again, I'm Lindsay Sands. And uh, thank you so much (laughs) for joining us. 
for episode 100 of The Catholics of Oz. Of us. Here's a rap about their show just because They talk about Jesus, science, movies, and TV shows Lindsay's faith inspires him to share what he knows Caroline's son's facts are like dynamite Lena's life is infectious, making the show a delight Let God listen to supporting them, feeling the blessing Sharing their knowledge and love, they are obsessing The conversations are deep, they explore Giving insights and knowledge, they help us grow more They talk about the heavens as a faithful trio But it's to God that all the glory they owe they take us on a journey like a road trip their words and wisdom like a relationship Lindsay tells us faith can help us when we fall caroline sounds like an education call lino brings a joy he's australian after all together they are a force like a waterfall celebrating this milestone like a victory thanking their supporters like an honorary Raising the blast of the future like a prophecy. They made 100 episodes, it's their Aussie legacy. So listen to this rap dropping truths about the team. Episode 100 is their SQP and dream. Stone in sight, an engaging podcast turning the hundred here tonight. Spreading wisdom and faith, making the airways feel right. Bringing truth to their mice, shedding spiritual light. They dropped a sound segment that had us amazed. With Dondo's mushrooms and space sign for days. From drop arrows to chat, GPT brains. Expanding minds with knowledge in these creative ways. And let's not forget Dom and the Star Wars board, yo. Supporting the team, making sure they glow. Behind the scenes, they help the podcast grow. The strong foundation, the network, and the know. So raise a glass, let's celebrate the century. Catalysts of us shine bright for all to see. With friend of the show, Archbishop Commenzoli. They're hitting the mics with God's love and unity. Australian crew celebrating 100 episodes that they produce taking the time to record shows for you and me they're a team that keep it real and they do it all for free Lindsay on the mic speaking Holy Spirit pace inspiring the listeners with his faith and his grace Caroline reserving what the lads are discovering main signs fun making our hearts sing and Lino with the jokes making us all smile bringing laughter to the show making it worthwhile thank you to the paybrows who support the team they make it all possible that Rowan Star Quest so raise your hands that you feel the good vibes This podcast is a gem, it's one of a kind There with the Holy Spirit guiding us through With a show about fake science, movies, and GB2 